0: hello and welcome to another episode of surveyor says this is your host Tim Birch and this is the second one in a row we're coming uh, actually we're recording from a uh, from one of our stops along the the, the conference tour uh, last week was in Oregon this week we are in the great state of Wisconsin um, I'm actually a longtime member of here and it's one of the truly is one of the better uh, conferences uh, across the country. They put on a great, uh, great program, a lot of hospitality. And so it gave me an opportunity to revisit a friendship with, uh, I can't believe it's been eight years since I first met you. This is uh, Allison Tierney. She is the outgoing president of the Wisconsin Young Surveyors Network. But she was also one that uh, past president Lisa Van Horn I won't say she dragged you out to San Diego, but she kind of dragged you out to San Diego for was the introduction of the NSPS Young Surveyors Network. John Ho Hall was a big uh, player in putting all that together, and uh, so yeah, I can't believe it's been eight years since we've we've met, and all of the things, and you've st- and and I guess that was one reason we wanted I wanted to sit down and, and discuss this with you because you've been active as a young surveyor all of this time, so. Allison Tierney, tell us a little bit about who you are, what, uh, what are you doing right now? Because you, you've got your own business and, uh, and what's, going on, what's going on with you?
1: So I'm the owner of United Grading and Surveying, um, work's really busy right now.
0: Good, good.
1: Um, I do a lot of outreach through Trigstar and other programs, Future City, I was a mentor this year for middle school students. Um, I have a associate's degree in civil engineering technology from Madison Area Technical College. Um, I, as, I was 2014 Young Surveyor of the Year. That's why I got to go to San Diego and Lisa got to drag me around and, and introduce me to all the great NSPS directors. Um, that was a good opportunity. John did a good job at, like, starting off the North American Young Surveyors Network. Um, It was me and Adam Schleicher. So we kind of brought that program back to Wisconsin and um, created bylaws and um, reached out to the WSLS board. Um, They created a board seat for the Young Surveyors Network. So we were the first state in the United States that had a Mm -hmm. young voice on the board, um, a voting voice. And um, Adam stepped down in 2016, because he kind of aged out, and I've been hit in the ground running since.
0: Well, I guess, tell me a little something about the support you've had from WSLS of the Young Surveyors Network because, I mean, I've, I've had the, the, the pleasure of being on the mailing list of the Young Surveyors from up here and all of the things that this group does um, from floating trips and, and various social activities. How important is the the, the support from the, the main organization been to make sure that you've had opportunities to do all of these things?
1: They've been great. Like, when you talk to other state reps, um, they get some support, but Wisconsin's really stepped out and supporting us. Um, they help with um, funding things. They're always, if you have ideas, they're always good about it. Um, part of what they require when they do support you though, is um, reporting back to them and bringing back all that information. So mm-hmm. they send you to an NSPS meeting because they've been funding um, us to go to every spring and fall and just this year they passed that we can send two young surveyors to the spring and fall meeting. Fantastic. Um, so they expect something in return mm-hmm. but they give us what we need to um, do what we want. So last night we had the fourth annual bowling um, with the young surveyors and we had 30, 38 young surveyors. Wow. Um, WSLS paid for the shoes and the round of bowling, and then the vendors and some of the bigger companies come up and support us with beverages and try to hire us and um, teach us things. So it's a real good outreach program that we wouldn't be able to do without them supporting us.
0: Good. Well, that, and that's good. And I guess what I appreciate about what you what Wisconsin Young Surveyors are doing, and we're seeing this happen in a few other states, some of these social events, you know, because unfortunately, you know i'm i'm from a generation that was just and before me just stereotypically the chapter meetings it's old it's stodgy it's the same same people same conversations you're getting together in a social setting and even though you're floating tubes down the river i mean there still has to be some, i mean there's a commonality of surveying because of the profession amongst amongst all of you i mean is that really the bond that come that brings you all together or is, it, or is there more than that, just because you're of a younger generation?
1: Um, well, we try to have an activity that's survey-related. Um, like this fall, we're going to go visit the last dam on the Wisconsin River before it hits the Mississippi. Um, it's 100 years old. Wow. They just had some surveying stuff done on it because they redid their deck. Actually, I got to do the survey when I worked for Meat and Hunt, so it'll be nice. So we're going to tour the dam, and then we'll go do our activity. Um, And if we don't have a specific survey-related thing, there is a lot of survey talk. You can, you know, like we're all from different parts of the state and we all got different things going on. Some are business owners, some work for big companies, some work for little companies. Some have done it all or work for the private sector. Um, So just being able to talk, surveying, and, you know, like, because when you get with your friends, they don't necessarily know what you're doing. Right. You can explain till you're blue in the face and it's still not they don't comprehend that you have to dig a hole two feet deep and three feet of frost kind of thing. Um, so just having that bond of knowing what we all go through on a daily basis.
0: Well, and I'm going to throw you a little bit of an audible of some of the interview questions I gave you early on, uh, because you've got a new addition to your family,
1: <laughs> a monster,
0: <laughs> a little monster, uh, a cute little monster. She is just adorable. Um, so I guess my question is, uh, because of the Young Surveyor's Network and where you are at in your stage in life, I mean, you're a perfect example of that. It is making that balance between work, uh, marriage, motherhood, all of these things. Any, adv- I guess, not really necessary advice, but any thoughts on how to make that work-life balance to where you still have time and making an effort above your job To be part of something that's social, that's promoting your profession, promoting your livelihood, I mean, how do you make that all work?
1: Well, I I lucked out. Um, My husband and I have our own business now. I think it would, I don't know how I would do it. Like, I worked for a private sector, and I was doing, like, 12-hour days, some night shifts, and doing a lot of um, construction-related stuff, and... I look back at that and I'm like, how how would I have done that with a family? So, like, the people that are doing that, like, kudos to you, but, like, having my own business and setting my own hours and the support that I get from my family and the support that WSLS gives me and all the great mentors and surveyors I've had, um, it kind of, it helps you move forward and, like, want to give back. So the more help that I've received, the more I want to help other people and... Give them as much as I can.
0: Well, and I guess you know you bring up a good good point in having your own business now. You know, at 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 a young age, and that's something I've noticed a trend within the young surveyors uh, that are really the most, I'll say, the movers and shakers across the country. I mean, I'm you know not to name any names, but uh, you I'll know, name them for you. Yeah, James, oh, David, could, Chris. Well,
1: Chris doesn't have his own business, but he's definitely. Right, been there,
0: Nolan Mark from at Indiana. Nolan. Nolan and and there's just uh, there's so many young surveyors that are really stepping up in the ranks, whether it's through their state societies and or the national societies. And I have actually put this in my presentation that the fact that you have your own businesses at this young age and your your entrepreneurial skills are coming through and you're really controlling your life that much more by having your own business and setting the, the tone for for your work for your family for all those things um... what i guess what drove you to want to, to have your own business i mean was it a lot of that narrative to control more of your time and such
1: when i started serving back in high school um, i may have gotten into a little bit of trouble with the law <laughs> and and I remember talking to the judge and saying, I want to be a surveyor that works for government or for the private sector. I want to run my own business. What am I going to do if this is on my record? Um, and that was when I was like 17 years old, right. uh, remembering that I wanted to do that. Um, I think being involved with the state society and the national society and you know, even into the international society, um, when I was at the, my, in 2014 San Diego at NSPS, I came from a, a surveyor out of, um, we worked out of his house. It was a bedroom in the upstairs of his house. I really had no idea what real yeah. surveying companies were all about. And when I met some of those delegates from NSPS and they were talking about like, you can be a successful, large surveying company that's not part of engineering. And like, it just blew my mind um the stuff that i learned from them at NSPS and i was like wow surveyors can make it we're not just a small little in your bedroom kind of what well, wasn't there was no bed in there but yeah. um office out of your house and like it really it was like yeah you can make it and you know owning your own business might be the way to go cuz you control what you make and what you do and the equipment you have and you don't have hr telling you you know, if you get into a bigger company, like oh, we're right. doing this, and- right?
0: Yeah, that you don't have engineering looming over you, because yeah, uh, let's be honest, and it's nothing against the multi- multi-discipline firms, but a lot of times the engineering is driving the surveying for a lot of this stuff. So I applaud you and uh, a lot of the other young surveyors that have put out your own shingle, and it's it's amazing to me, and I'm actually I'm very jealous to watch how successful all of these 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 small businesses that are taking off, from New Hampshire to Indiana to Wisconsin to to New Mexico, I mean you all are doing so well and I just I applaud you for doing that. And I think by staying active with the Young Surveyor network, whether it's in the state or at the national level, you guys are providing fantastic role models for, hey, look what I'm accomplishing here. And I guess that's that's what I like hearing out of you and and others that you're controlling your narrative. You're controlling your time, and especially uh, with young children, you're able to you're able to raise that family.
1: Oh, and I get to take her surveying with me. She goes out for oh, wow. property stakeouts in her little backpack. Now she likes to hit my data collector a little bit, but um, small stakeouts. Like if I have most of the work done, I and I need to get something finished, and she's with me. She comes out, and she loves pink ribbon, and um, so. I don't think I would be able to do that if I worked for a company I, like that would be way against policy, but hey, she's mine and I'm the owner, so. Yes,
0: exactly. And yeah. I named her
1: after Maps, Atlas. Atlas, yes. I make uh, Maps, I made her. Yes.
0: Oh, and she is just a doll, baby. Um, no, it's, it's really good to hear that because, th- th- especially coming th- you know, through COVID, coming out of COVID, I mean, so much stuff is changing and the way we communicate is changing and not having to go sit in an office and do this work. Um, I guess I'm just, I'm sitting here just kind of pleasantly, pleasantly surprised and pleased that to hear that you're taking her out with you. I mean, that, that, that's just more bonding time that, uh, well, as I've got a 25-year-old daughter and just how quickly the time goes. So the fact that you're, engaging her with all of this is just phenomenal. Um, I guess going back to the actual, uh, the young surveyors network, um, what has kept uh, your enthusiasm? What's kept your drive um, to keep the young surveyors upfront, active, and doing some of these things? Because we've got so many other things that are influencing us uh, these days. Whether it's even just sitting home, binging Netflix. I mean, it's there's so many other outside influences. Because, like I said, your email uh, that you've been pushing through the years, uh, with these projects, with these with these outings, what drives Allison to want to do more and and better the profession?
1: Seeing the need for more surveyors. Um it's not just Wisconsin, it's the United States, it's North America, it's the world. Um, we need more surveyors. Like when I graduated, there was 11 of us. Um, I don't, I wanna say maybe three, four of them got their license. Other ones are in like a surveying aspect role, but they're sure. not They're not mm-hmm. going to be licensed, which we need them too. Um, but going to NSPS and like seeing the need and hearing the need and being involved and and trying to get more people like we're already too busy and when the average age is 57 and in the next 10 years who knows how many are going to be retired and they're not being replaced as quickly as they're sure. going to be retired and people are already overworked so we need more to kind of assist us in the future before our profession is a dying breed
0: right well and one i guess one question i would love to hear your opinion on uh this has obviously been uh, this profession has been historically white male with the with the type of work that was done it was it was more i guess it was more physical more hands-on for everything surveying now it's it's, there's so much more technology, there's just so much more specialization. You've stepped into this profession as as a young woman. Um, how, what, what, I guess, is there additional drive to, to, to be be something in technically what's supposed to be a, a man's world? Because I'll be honest with you, just the time I've known you and all of the interaction I've had with you at National and through Wisconsin, uh, you've earned a lot of respect from your peers and your contemporaries in in this conference and across the country. Um, how has, is, has there really been any extra motivation or is it just, you know what, I'm a surveyor, this is my job and I'm gonna, damn it, I'm gonna get it done.
1: Um, I don't know about extra motivation. I liked the survey profession because it was mainly men. I get along with them better. I interact with them better so like it was like i thought about being a nurse and because i liked dissecting things and needles and whatnot and um but it's it was like chatty and drama and then i was like how do i not be and when you did all those like occupation tests when you're in like middle school and high school construction transportation it always came up as my interests. And when I had a drafting teacher tell me that, hey, you should be a surveyor because you like drafting and you're a hunting person Mm -hmm. and you like being outside. And I was like, oh, what's that? And I got a job that summer working for a surveyor. And it was intimidating being one of the only girls, but now I think the women are, um, like this conference now, I bet it was less than 1% when I started coming. And I think we're over 5% easily now and that's a
0: huge gain it huge. really really is huge uh,
1: and and the the women that are in it are fun like they're not the the same they're a different category of women so mm-hmm. um, it takes good people and we got a lot of good people but i don't know i enjoyed being the only girl I'm, i fit in
0: she <laughs> oh y- yes you do you definitely do fit in now let me ask you this i mean in the in the short time in versus the rest of us that have been doing this what it seems like forever, I mean, the changes you've seen in the surveying profession as far as the technology and the ability to do our jobs, um, I mean, I really feel like it's something that's becoming more broad for uh, really anybody that has any desire for, like you said, being outdoors and for various skills, math skills, mapping skills, problem solving, a lot of things. It's definitely not gender race based anymore to do what we do, and I think I guess my question is in the in the your career span, how much do you feel like things have really changed
1: um well, I know when I started, we were at like this is where technology kind of gets me because like when I started, it was at least two people serving. Um, and it wasn't that long ago, it was like 2002, so like robots and GPS were out there, but there was still, like robots were kinda new. I remember I worked for a company, and even though we had a robot, I stood at the instrument, and he radioed in all the, the codes to me, because like, just in case, or if you got into the woods, like, rice, you know, rice. like it was still like a new thing. Um, and now you see so many one-man crews, like I feel like the, the mentoring is kinda going by the wayside because of technology, and I just, sad but it's good but it's bad. It's like we need right. to we need to make sure that we're spending time with these up and coming folks and making sure that they're learning the right way and doing the right thing and and just because you can send a, a one man or woman crew out doesn't mean that you necessarily should. Right. Whether it's safety or learning or anything like that. Exactly. So Ye- that's my like I don't really care for that new technology like that, but <laughs>
0: Well, that's just it, and I guess that you make you you make a great point that the technology is great for the data collection, for the the efficiencies, whatever. But we can't lose sight of that mentoring. We can't lose sight of being uh, the teachers, and 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 like you said, and from a safety standpoint, I've never liked the uh, uh, a, a one man crew simply from a safety standpoint that somebody could get hurt, uh, fall and crack their head on something, and could lie there for a day before somebody realized oh hey where's tim at Uh, we we haven't heard from him today um just from a safety standpoint no those are good points um i guess question i have the one of the last couple questions i have for you is in your time you've seen these changes you've seen you've seen the the women uh their involvement grow how does that work with the future of surveying? What do you see? How do you see the future of surveying? And what steps do you feel need to still be taken to make this uh, a successful, growing profession? Because like you said, we're still looking for people. Or there's still a lot of people overworked. There's a lot of work to be done. We've got to find those people. What do we need to do to make the future of surveying a brighter future?
1: Um, well, one thing that we need to really... Do is raise our prices. <laughs> um, I feel like we're undervaluing our um, the work that we do. So, for example, I get my house pressure washed uh, this year. It's a single-story ranch. Um, five hundred dollars to get my house washed. People are doing surveys for five hundred dollars. Yes. That goes into the record book. That's there forever. Like that increases the value of their property by more than $500 having that survey. Why are we not valuing ourselves at higher than engineering rate or at lawyer rate with our licenses? And so I think the future needs to, people need to start thinking like, just because you can do it for $500 or because you work out of your house and you don't have the overhead doesn't mean you should. Um, So we need to to work better at that and i think the value of us is getting higher with every retirement because we don't have the replacement right, so right. there that's going to increase that value also because now you're on a, a year waiting list rather than a two-month waiting list um, and the technology is going to help us i know a lot of people Um, We're worried about machine control and how that was going to take away from the surveyor. Well, I make models for machine control. That gives me a lot of work that I can do when it's raining or when it's cold. Um, I don't have to pound hubs in 95% compacted gravel when it's dusty around rollers and dozers. Like, that, I thought, was awesome. And I know everyone was hesitant on it, like, oh, no, Mm -hmm. that's going to... But if you embrace it... Um, and then you think about all the things that you don't have to do that you didn't like doing, um, it makes it that much better. So if we can keep moving forward with, um, embracing some of the technology and making sure that we're part of it. I know like we missed the GIS boat. You hear about that. Like when Mm -hmm. I started surveying, they're like, we missed it. Um, we should have embraced it. Um, we're trying to embrace like the BIM boat, um, and vertical surveying and, um, I would get into vertical serving, but I haven't had a mentor, so like I'm not going to get into something that I don't know, nice. but the right. school should start really thinking about like the different avenues um, and teaching the classes so that people at least get exposed to it. Um, and some of the bigger firms can be subcontracting to littler firms to make it a little bit more well-rounded. Sure. Um,
0: no, that's, th- 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 those are great answers, absolutely great answers. Um, I think you're you're right that we, we we do need to do these things. I got to I'm just sitting here thinking. Um, so I guess I can't call you for doing my lot doing a lot survey for three seventy five then, right? No, uh, no. no.
1: no. <laughs> I get a lot of like, really. I thought it was going to be three hundred four hundred yeah. dollars. I was like, oh, call around, and call yeah. me back if you
0: find one. <laughs> That's what my realtor said it was going to cost. But uh, yeah, exactly. All right, so you're outgoing. You're now the out. You're outgoing. Uh, Wisconsin Young, Young Surveyor uh, President, what's next for Allison Tierney? What, what y- You have this passion, you have this drive, what's, what's next for you?
1: So I'm going to take a few years off, I'm still assisting with the Young Surveyor's Network, um, but I thought I would kind of lay low for a little bit, but um, definitely President at WSLS, um, NSPS delegate, maybe NSPS President one day. Um, enjoy the you heard it here first
0: (laughs) i enjoy the camaraderie
1: (laughs) that you know nsps um allows us and getting us all around and hearing stories Mm and like when i knew i wasn't going to be to any more nsps meetings as the wisconsin rep it made me very sad um so i know i want to get back involved in in that element i just figured take a little while grow my family you know get things make my business uh very successful um and uh and then get back into the more presidential roles and delegate roles.
0: Well, you've provided a lot of a lot of support, a lot of uh, leadership through these last eight years. I've gotten to know you, and I'm I'm looking forward to working with you a lot more in the future. Because uh, I don't see you going away anytime soon, and that's and bottom line is that's good for the profession. Um, I'm proud to call you my friend, and I really like what you've done. I'm really proud of what you've done. and uh, So thank you from the profession. Thank you from me uh, for everything you've done. And uh, we look forward to seeing you a lot more in the future. Um, and like I said, you've heard it here first. Uh, she's she's going to rule the world someday. Um, but uh, Well that'll wrap us up for this week of, of Surveyor Says. We appreciate the hospitality that we've had here at uh, WSLS, the Institute, this week. It's been phenomenal. I, I Not to knock any other states' conferences, but this one has always been top notch. Um, the, the staff and uh, the board here just is incredible. Um, and it gave me an opportunity to stop and talk to my good friend, Allison, and uh, check in and see what she's going to do next. So. Uh, Remember to subscribe and let us know if you have any questions. Thanks. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.